Hello and welcome to another episode of the Uriri podcast, the podcast that tells African stories. I'm Ceci. Hi everyone, I'm Halima. And today we have Augusta who is going to be talking to us about the Igwe Festival. Now, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Igwe properly. Augusta, could you please pronounce that word? Igwe. Oh, Igwe. Oh, okay, the Igwe. Igwe Festival. Igwe Festival. Oh, where are you from? Benin. Edo State, Nigeria. What part of Benin? Obia Northeast Local Government. Nice. Um, what language do you speak? Benin. So, Augusta, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Let the audience or listeners know you. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Nigerian. Uh, I'm from Edo State. I'm based in Port Harcourt currently. I'm an educator. Um, and that's it. Nice. Um, so could you tell us like a bit about the Igwe festival? What's up? What is it about? Anything about okay? The Igwe festival, it's a festival of thanksgiving. It was initiated by Oba Ewahe in the 1440 DC after he got saved from being killed by the royal armies, and then he made a promise to himself or to his star that if he ever becomes the Obar of Benin, if he ever takes that throne, he would worship his head. Now in Africa, we, we believe our forehead or the head brings us luck, right? He made a promise that he's going to um, worship his forehead for bringing him luck and thank Osanobwa uh, for, for saving his life. And so that became a tradition where um, every year the festival will um will occur and people will it it's 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 a it's a festival to to thank kosanobwa for a successful year and to usher in a new one that's about Igwe festival usually before now it's um it used to be just one the Igwe festival itself but um um i think oba kenzua i think it was oba kenzua that that made it um that made it more than one, just other little ceremonies around it or so. So it becomes, um, it takes um, it takes um, approximately two weeks. The celebration takes two weeks and it was brought down to the month of December, which is like the, the end of the Benin calendar. So the Igwe Festival is a religious one. It's a family one. Uh, um, People celebrate their their success for the year, and they also pray that they have good luck for the the new year to come. That's about it. Well, that's really fascinating. I especially was interested in the part when you said he was basically like thanking his forehead, like worshiping his forehead for bringing him luck. I think that's kind of a common, or I wouldn't say common, but it's a theme in some other African like. Um, religions i believe like yes. for example when the yorubas talk about um, yeah, the do that also. yes exactly Uri. but Uri is yes. not exactly your forehead but then at the same time it's like part of you <laughs> anyway i don't want to go too deep into that because we're talking about um being today but that was really interesting and i like how you know like down to the date you said 1440 bc is that DC, like, not BC. oh dc ah, my apologies yeah. <laughs> is that like historical <laughs> record um yes it's I I uh it's it was initiated by Oba 
I said that, but at the time he made this promise to himself, he was known as Prince Ogun. He was the third son of his father, Oba Ohen. And uh, when dad passed on, when the Oba, Oba Ohen passed on, the other brothers, the first and the second, they took their turns as Oba. And when they passed on, he was supposed to be the next. And then he had a, his, his immediate younger brother, the fourth son, wanted the throne also. And he had to run and he left Benin. But he picked up courage to go back and take his rightful position. And, and then the journey wasn't an easy one. He got um, stopped by armies, like the royal armies, when they got to know he's still alive, right? Yoba, according to history, I wasn't there. <laughs> the Yoba, the, the, the one who wanted it, when the fourth son and sent royal armies after him and, and he was able to conquer them. And at, there was a particular one where he almost got killed by the royal army and a leave, he was saved by a leave. The leave is called... Um, a bit away. <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't. I hope the Beninese they don't hear me pronouncing it this way. But I, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm somehow correct. It's a bit away. Yes, that's the name of the league. During this festival, this league is also um, paraded during the Igwe festival. It's, it symbolizes good luck for saving the then prince, Prince Ogun. So it was the league that had saved him from being killed by almost the last encounter he had with the royal armies. And then he made a promise he was going to worship his head and thank Usanobwa for saving him. And that's it. Well, that's so interesting. Um, does this festival have like any ritual or like magical? Oh, yes, yes. In, in, in the past, um, they wash the head. It's called head washing. I think I, I can't give you the Benin name for that, but it's called head washing, where the king washes his head. In the olden days, it wasn't just done like that. In fact, prior to when this festival will happen, the Oba is not to see any non-native person, anyone who is not a Benin. He's not supposed to be like he doesn't accept visitors like external. You understand what I'm trying to say? External visitors and yeah, like people like mean, Ceci, for example, he, they will not let them in. I get you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because <laughs> <Lima is beneath>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then during the festival, they have the part where they call the head washing. In the past, um, humans are used for this ritual. Humans are used for the ritual, but. Oba Eweka decided to change that. Uh, I hope I'm correct with the names, though. <laughs> Something I've known for a long time. Oba Eweka um, decided to change that and because he, he felt that would make humans go into extinction, right? And then they started using, in place of humans, they use um, cow and they use um, um, dogs for the head washing. Many cultures have been involved in human sacrifices, so it's not too surprising. But it's good that they switched to animals eventually. Um, so can you give us a clearer picture of what exactly takes place during the festival? Like what do people wear? What do people eat? Um, who cooks the food? Do people do Is it outside or is it like, you know, all um, that kind of it's, it's a family thing. Igwe Festival oh. is a family thing. People cook their own food and they do it in their houses, like pray to worship their to worship their god 
The Benin man is not polygamous in worship. Just as Christians, they worship and go through Jesus, right? And the Muslims, they have Muhammad. So does the Benin man have uh, his Ogun and his Olokun? So they worship God, whom, whom they see as the Almighty, and he's called Osanubwa. So um, during the Igwe festival, families gather together in their homes and all that. They visit the palace also, where they have cultural display. Yes, they have times they visit the palace for the cultural display and the prayers made by the Oba. There will be prayers also made by the Oba to usher in the new year and all that. Like I said, the festival takes um, um, two weeks, 14 days, yeah, because they added other little, 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 little ceremonies around it. Um, those names I can't mention right now, they are so long. <laughs> so, um, and so during the festival, people pray in their houses. They use items like cola nuts, coconut, white chalk. Even the leaf I told you about that saved the then Oba, the Oba Ewehe, the first. The current Oba of Benin is bearing the title Ewehe. Ewehe, yes, Ewehe. The current Oba of Benin is bearing that title. So it's Oba Ewehe, the second. So um, during the ceremony, people use coconuts. Coconut is, um, stands for sweetness. Right, and um, they use cola nuts to pray, um, and also animals. Like I said, people maybe slaughter things. The head of the family can maybe slaughter any animal for purification and all that. Yeah. So you said it's a family thing, and I know previously you said you know um, in the period around it, the Igwe doesn't see any outsiders, the, any people the that are not. Oba, we don't the Oba, the Oba, <laughs> the Oba. <laughs> At the Igwe festival, doesn't see yeah. um, outsiders from the culture, but the family celebrating it on their own in their homes. Uh, are they allowed to like have guests, or is it strictly just for individuals? Um, and now, now I can't tell if the Oba, um, um, if the Oba um, entertains guests this this present time. If he does entertain um, external non-native people into the palace during preparation for the um, um, Igwe festival, but I know in the past, or I was told in the past during this um, preparation, he does not entertain um, external visitors, non-native Benins. So when people pray at their various homes, they also go to the um, palace for they they usually have cultural display there and all that. So people gather at some point they will go and gather and then go home and also have their family prayers. It's like I said, it's a family thing. And it's a religious one also. So have you yourself ever been present for this festival at home? Uh, when I visited, I was there on the first day it kicked off. That was some years ago. But I didn't, I didn't really experience it. I was just around at the moment. I, I went there for some sort of research. And I was just there at the moment and I left. So I wouldn't say I've experienced the Igwe Festival. Okay, since you haven't experienced it yourself, I was going to ask you, what's your favorite part or what part do you think is the most, you know, like beautiful or resonates with you the most? But what do you think other people would say is their favorite part or is the part that resonates with them the most? I wouldn't be able to speak for others, but I think the, the part that they have to 
um, thank their forehead for the year and um, hope for a new, a better year to come. I think that, and the fact that um, humans um, were exchanged in place of sacrifice is also what I find very, very, very good. Like, so people don't go into extinction. And I don't think it was, it was humanly to use humans as sacrifice just to, uh, to wash the head. Yes, just to wash the head. I was also told that, well, I'm also aware that when they wanted to change, abolish this, um, this part where they have to switch humans, they had to bring down the wall. There's a wall um, covering that part, like a brick wall or something. So they had to bring it down. So people will actually see they don't use humans again. They use, um, they use animals. I like the transparency. <laughs> okay. Um, so just a few more questions. Um, one of them is, so I know you said, you know, the families cook their own food, but is there any special food that people typically make at this time? Or is it just anything you have in your house you cook it? Or is it that I, food I, can I feel easy. Uh, I, I feel easy. Um, I feel it will be the um, core being um, kind of um, um, dishes, but I'm not, I don't know. I can't, I can't really tell. But I know maybe they will have a, they might have a woe and a goosey, pounded yam. And pounded yam will be there. Pounded yam is usually there. <laughs> pounded yam will be there. Pounded yam and a goosey soup and a woe and yam and plantain. But I told, I also mentioned that during this festival, they usually have coconuts around. It signifies sweetness and they have cola nuts too to entertain people to um to pray to the to their god and white chalk and and the, the animals for sacrifice so what do you think personally about this concept of a person's forehead having powers because i know i hear it all the time in many cultures and i'm part yoruba so like part of me also kind of does believe it and then a part of me is also a bit skeptical what do you think personally about the concept I think it's, um, to me, it's real. It's not just, there's something about belief, right? Yeah, so if, it, if you feel it's, it, it, it's real, then it's real. If you, know, you can I, I, see yeah. someone, someone can walk into somewhere, someone that is um, all that and all this and don't get the, the attention he or she um, feels the command and then someone who is not all that and all this walks in and you have these um, uh, people wanting to to connect with you to be part of you so it to, for me it has to do with your look or your forehead also right that i also have the belief that that that's true and it works i kind of agree i feel like it's kind of like self-affirmation in a way right halima like you know, if you if you basically believe in your forehead enough, which is believing in yourself, your star, yeah, exactly, your star hair, then yes. things will happen for you. So yes, I, I'm I'm of two minds about it, but I think I'm leaning towards yes, I believe it mostly. What do you think, Halima? Um, I definitely believe in like Uri and like worshiping your head and saying good things about your head and like just basically affirming yourself, like you said. Yeah, it's, it's just something I believe. So, yeah. 
Okay, so I think we'll start wrapping up the episode. This has been a really fascinating talk. Thank you, Augusta. Um, do you want to share your social media or anything that our followers may want to uh, learn more or connect with you on? Okay, so but for now, I maybe some other time when I appear on your when I when I when I appear on your podcast, maybe I would share my social media account. So, um, just a quick question before we wrap this up. So, is this festival open to like everyone, or is it just like people from the? No, no, no it's it's open to everyone. It's okay. open to everyone. People go. People visit. They uh, you you just uh, people go to Oshun Shobu Festival. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, not only um in Benin natives live in Benin, right? They are not natives there. Yeah. So. They also attend, they also believe, or, they, or people that are outside Benin who have heard of this festival, they can travel down to, oh, I want to see this, I want to be part of the festival, and all that. I've been wanting to also attend the Oshun Shogu Festival for years, but maybe a good time will come. I hope it does, so you can go and see it as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on this episode, Augusta. This was an interesting detail about the Igwe Festival. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, stay notified, and do all of that. Tell your friends. Um, yeah, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your co-workers, tell everybody, honestly. And then um, follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, we're Oriri underscore Africa. Oriri is spelled O-R- I-I-R-E underscore Africa. Instagram, same handle, Oriri underscore Africa. Check out our website at oriri.com. And if you have any questions, want to come on the podcast, want to submit essays or whatever, just send us an email at info at oriri.com. And yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.